You're listening to episode number 327 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas for a $7 per month subscription with Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I was sorting through my uh, list of things to discuss, and I couldn't find anything. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that starts the show. Yeah. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. I think I've, I think I've earned this pass. <laughs> <laughs> Had more visitors driven to Las Vegas from Arizona than California, the burst of development that took place on the Los Angeles Highway, known today as the Strip, would probably have taken place on Boulder Highway in Tony Cornero's Meadows would be remembered as a pioneering resort rather than the El Rancho. We got that from the book Roll the Bones, The History of Gambling, the Casino Edition. Hmm. Interesting thought. I mean I guess just in general there's a bigger there's always been a bigger population in California, so you know I think it would be hard for there to be more traffic coming in from Arizona. Yeah. But it's an interesting interesting little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Next up Twit pick of the week. It's a magical moment when you enter your room and head directly over to the window to see what view you'll enjoy during your stay in Vegas. This has been an ongoing and evolving journey for Karen and I. I've had a fascination with not recommending anything and just seeing what room they end up giving me. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's AC units, but it's it's always an adventure. Now that we've successfully stayed at every property that we would like to, so begins the adventure of upgrades. Thanks at Doug2166 for sharing what you got to enjoy on your most recent trip. I think, he, well, I I think, think what he posted go, go it was meant to be like negative. And I looked at it, I'm like, that's a sweet ass view. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was, um, I didn't take it as, as a negative view. To the contrary, because he's staying at Excalibur and he's looking straight right. north up the strip on the west side of the of the road. So, I mean, right there was New York, New York. But then just, you know, right behind that, you're able to see Park MGM. And right behind that, you're able to see Aria. I mean, it's, I thought it was just a gorgeous view. And your write-up was so cool because, you know, one of the neat things about having started this podcast as a fan of Vegas before becoming a resident of Vegas is – 
you're exactly right. When you get checked into the room, nine times out of 10, the first thing I do is I open up those drapes because I want to see exactly what I'm going to be looking at for the next three or four or five nights that I'm out there. So I could, I could completely relate to not only what you were saying, the way you described it, but then getting that feeling of when you open that window and you're like jackpot, this is a kick-ass view. Yeah, that's exactly. And there's something about the seal in this picture. You can clearly see the, the, the weather stripping. And there's something about that that made it such a real view that you're like, this is my view from my room. Really? Yeah. That's weather, what made me think of, of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's right. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. First one, Whitney Houston hologram has a flamingo residency. Starting April 14th, an evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston hologram concert, will begin an extended residency at the Flamingo. The show will pair Houston's remastered vocals with a live band, backup singers, and dancers to perform to the artist's greatest hits with her hologram. Shows will be Tuesday through Sunday, starting at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. I, not that there's anything wrong with her, but I wish that the first hologram wasn't her because I almost feel like I have to go see this. And you're like, all right, well, it's Whitney Houston, so I mean, it's there. It's going to be good music, and well, I guess it's the best version of her because well, she's she, dead. She's not going to add. Well, <laughs> wow. well, I mean, it, there is no version of her right now. Well, that's, that's what. I, that's the best version of her right now. That it, that that's the only version right. of her right now. Well, but it's also not the the first hologram because there's the one in the Michael Jackson one show. Yeah, but we didn't have an opportunity to go see that in Vegas. One? Yes, we did. That's oh oh that's right they do it doesn't look like a hologram it's so far back on the goddamn stage it, and it's only one song it's not a whole concert yeah it looked like a hologram but I I love so. I love the fact that it, there's going to be backup singers so <laughs> I finally got my big break I've got I'm going to be in a show on the strip yeah what are you doing I'm a backup singer to a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It's going to be a pre-recorded right. soundtrack, so it's not like... <laughs> well, good call. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's not only a hologram, it's, it's I'm backing up a recording. Yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> trust me, she's not going to ad-lib. Yeah, they should be able to get those rehearsals down pat in no time. <laughs> exactly. They don't need any keys or anything like that. Like, on, if she does this thing with her hand, she's about to start doing scales. So just right. get the fuck out of the way and let her do what she's got to do. <laughs> Whitney, stay on script. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, the Fremont has a renovation update. In 2018, Fremont announced expansion plans for the hotel. No, well, not the hotel, but the hotel. Their hotel. Their hotel. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) This came during the announcements of Circa and the Downtown Grand expansion announcements. To date, Fremont has made no move towards an towards those announced expansions Uh, until this week we learned because they are considering the need to expand the casino instead however this is only one option the company is currently considering shoring up their Louisiana river boats reducing debt or increasing shareholder value are all being considered while these are new to us projects what 
wasn't made clear was if the casino expansion project is in any way related to the room expansion or if the room expansion is still planned. I guess if they're going to do one or the other, I personally would rather have them expand the casino than than the hotel. But that's selfish of me because I never stay at the Fremont. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should renovate the rooms before they expand the rooms. They weren't bad, were they? Yeah, they were bad. They were I mean, it were. I mean, bad, I remember it was one of those places. It, like, as soon as you checked in, you're going, "Okay, well, we stayed here. We don't have to do it again." <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad, but like when you have places like the D and even the downtown grand and even the Cal, you know, well, that's what I mean. Remodeled. The Cal and, and right. main street station are both better and they're same within the same, uh, right. family. Well, that's what I mean. If you're, it seems instead of adding rooms, let's, let's try to freshen up the ones we have. Cause otherwise if they like, let's so, say they so added your a tower, vote is reinvest in the property. <laughs> well, I, but think about it. If they, if they built a new tower, let's just say that, then when you checked in, you're like, do not put me in the shitty older rooms because right, you haven't touched those tower. in 20 years. Yeah. I need to be People in the do new do that room. all the time. I don't care. I mean, it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Battleborn pins are Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. The world-famous Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign was designed by Betty Willis, and installed south of the Strip in May of 1959. It stands 25 feet tall, is outlined in yellow incandescent light bulbs, and the individual letters in the word welcome are housed in silver dollars, outlined in neon, a callback to Nevada's state nickname, the Silver State. Influenced by the Googie architecture movement that took over Las Vegas in the 1950s, the design for the sign was never copywritten. As a result, it's public domain and therefore anyone can use its likeness. Available in four different colors, this Battleborn pin only costs $9. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for Battleborn pins. All right, tell me about the Las Vegas arches. It was announced this week that the new 80-foot-tall illuminated arch sign that will cross Las Vegas Boulevard near Stratosphere at St. Louis and Bob Stupak Avenue will begin construction March 16th. The latest rendering shows a new element to the plan, a, quote, City of Las Vegas sign hanging from the middle of the structure over Las Vegas Boulevard. The $6.5 million project is expected to be completed in September of this year. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a picture of what it's supposed to look like. It looks like it's going to be just, you know, a night. It'll look cool. It'll be nice to have something that's a bit of eye candy in that area. (laughs) This is such a matter of fact week. Like, yes, that happened. Well, (laughs) honestly, I like I like that there's a continued focus on renovation in that area yeah okay all right but like you read me some of those things that's the same stuff they've been saying for the last 25 30 years well that's true but i mean if you look at just the number of bars and restaurants and stuff that are going into the arts district that's that's what i mean that's that's the arts district you're talking about a complete city block difference that's a huge that's a world there's a gap between it though is what i'm saying yeah that's the the arts district doing what it's doing 
I'm hoping this is like the first step to bridging that gap between like stratosphere and yeah. the arts district. I mean, clearly they're not giving up, which I think is, is uh, not even not giving up, but not letting it go. Right. <laughs> so, well, and I, I mean, like you said, one of the things that they talked about was they have plans to put more refurbed neon signs, casino yeah. signs in the median, yeah. which I just think is a great idea. You know, they should have been doing that a long time ago. But I mean, it's stuff like that that I just think will slowly help to. It's yeah. just a rough stretch. That's all. Yeah. All right. There's uh, some future with the AVN to talk about. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, AVN? Like, what are we? What are we? <laughs> the AVN flu? We, we're dealing it, with the coronavirus right now. It didn't until he said it, it occur to me. <laughs> Recently, the adult video network Porn Awards have called Hard Rock home. Not only will the 38th annual AVN Awards be returning to the Hard Rock Virgin Hotel, but they've announced a three-year extension. The deal comes after new owners intentionally waited until after accommodating this year's convention before closing their doors so renovations could begin. It's classy. I've been to that thing once. I mean, not to the actual awards, but the the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Just one of those things, like one of the listeners had access to it. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go check it out. What was it like? Like any other convention, except with sex toys and shit everywhere. Oh, the, the right. virtual. Uh, uh, oh yeah, virtual I got to do. Porn. I got to do. Um, uh, yeah, VR, VR sex, and dude, like it was fucking, it was wild. <laughs> but the funniest thing about it was, like, while it while it looked realistic and and, and whatever, is. So basically, what he you have to understand though, basically what what he saw was like if he looked down, he could literally see like a woman giving him a blowjob. Like that was the VR that he yeah like it was it, like perfect symmetry or right. whatever you know that but the funny thing was what Mark is going to say is instead of you know being fascinated by the woman giving him a virtual blowjob he's yeah. looking around at all the scenery around it to see how real yeah how I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying head. to figure out the technology I'm like so how far does this go is this a 180 screen or is this a 90 like <laughs> Jesus you're such a nerd <laughs> but it, but the funny thing is as soon as I got done the guy on the other side he goes. You know what's funny? Both of you guys did the same thing. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. Although I do like the um, the porn awards are going to be held at a virgin hotel. Uh. All right. There's a new Star Wars attraction coming. Fans Strike Back is a 10,000 square foot attraction created by a super fan and features over 6,000 collectibles, figurines, costumes, models, and lightsabers. The collection also features a 16-foot Jabba the Hutt, as well as a recreation of a Star Destroyer's main bridge. The opening date at the Fashion Show Mall is not announced, but the admission will be $30 for adults and $15 for those under. (laughs) They're like, hey, it's coming, and when it's there, this is how much you'll owe us. (laughs) Right, this is how much you're going to pay. We don't know when, but but just Just, start making plans. Just know know how much you'll owe us. I have a 20 and a 10 ready. We can't make change. (laughs) (laughs) At least not for the first couple weeks. (laughs) All right. Um, So this one's this one's interesting. I'm looking forward to talking about this. The four queens slot uh, slot malfunction. So starting last week, the four queens and her sister property Binion's experienced slot machine outages due to a computer outage, which was later discovered to be a hack. Binion's was able to resolve the issue. However, Four Queens, at least at the time of this story, is still working on addressing the problem. 
Impacted players complained of machines of machine problems from quote out of order messages to not paying out winnings. Details are thin as ownership isn't commenting until the issue has been resolved. So I thought I saw an article yesterday that it was actually um, someone had hacked into the system. They did, yeah. Yep, they got it. That was, so that's what was going on with it. Yep. God, that's fascinating. It's fascinating that they could even get access to that. I mean, I understand that a lot of this stuff is online shit. Yeah, networked and shit now. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially yeah. a lot of the slot machines, they can, you know, they can change the game that's loaded on them. It's not like before where a slot machine was dedicated yeah, to a specific right. game. Yeah, you right. They would basically bring in like a server or whatever for like, the game. Right, now, just for that game. Now yeah. everything's networked and they can, based on demand and play, they can switch out. I mean, now you've got um, slot machine terminals that you have a choice as a player of like four or five different games that you want to play. Yeah. So, you know, it it really leads to, yes, this is great and easier for them to change up their offerings, but it also means it's more susceptible. (laughs) Yeah. It's easier for you to say. It's it's easier for somebody to hack it. With yogurt. (laughs) What? With yogurt. With yogurt. (laughs) With pistachio. With (laughs) pistachio. Uh, with yogurt. That, that might be an us joke. It's, it's a funny. it's a Christmas uh, a Christmas Carol Disney's Christmas Carol, right. yeah. <laughs> with the, the animated version. With Pisnashni. With Pisnashni. With Pisnashni. With yogurt. With yogurt. Sorry, I'm familiar with it. It's one of my most favorite versions of a Christmas story, but I'm not sure that I know that I know that. That's the uh, ghost of uh, Christmas, Christmas present. present. So you know how they got all the food. He's talking about all the food, like the like the the, the stuffed pot roast and the, and and the the candied you know yams and talking about all the stuff and, and yeah like, and the and he's like yeah I forget what we're gonna have is it lamb or is it? it's something with he's trying to say pistachios and he can't get it out and yeah. so he just sure and one time he says yogurt another time he says green gravy and other, like he flips <laughs> it out every time mm-hmm. but yeah. And, and I meant to say Christmas Carol. Thank you for not busting my chops. But <laughs> all right. All right. Here's a here's a kind of a big I wondered if we'd talk about this. There's been a coronavirus impact to uh, Southern Nevada. You know, it's funny. We uh, when I wrote this story, it, it, it began as multiple uh, like prop bets. And I just got to a point where I'm like, I might as well just throw all these together. So that's one thing. uh, In response to concerns over spreading the coronavirus and adding to the question, what the fuck do they do at those shows? Vital Vegas reports that Vegas shows with performers that interact with the audience in shows like the Atomic Saloon and Opium have adjusted their shows accordingly to no longer kiss or share food. Caesars Entertainment has put international travel restrictions on employees. Oh, just in case uh, the, the, the binding tie to this is the coronavirus. Right. These aren't all the different yeah. impacts. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Caesars Entertainment has put international travel restrictions on employees, enforcing a delayed return to work for those who visit outside of the U.S. Continuing to reflect concern in the market, shares in gaming stops dropped stops. And gaming shares, <laughs> shares in gaming stocks dropped as much as 14% this week. Adobe canceled their annual conference at the Venetian this year, citing concerns about spreading the coronavirus. That event there, the Adobe, brings in about 22,000 people to the city. And other conventions are quietly considering and or closing theirs as well. 
Travel in general is targeted to drop 6% over the next three months, the largest decline since the Great Recession. I read the other day that, or I might have actually been this morning, that the airlines are projected to lose $100 billion. Yeah. And it it should be noted that yesterday, on Thursday, they did confirm the first um, case of the coronavirus in Clark County. And I thought they, I thought I heard there was a second one already. There, I think there, there is. Yeah. But Up in Reno. Yes, there you go. Okay, but that's not in Clark County. It's in no, Nevada. Listen to you. That's way up there. It's a seven-hour right. drive. <laughs> but the, the guy that... Um, Thankfully, pandemics don't travel seven hours. Right, I know. <laughs> that's well, too it's, lazy. <laughs> the, the, the guy that was, was diagnosed here in Clark County actually had recently traveled to Washington State, which is where they think he came in contact with it. So mm. it's coming. Yeah. yeah, I read a fascinating article yesterday online uh, about that was Vegas centric, and at least as of uh, well, 8 p.m. Cent- uh, Eastern time in Michigan, it's still on the Drudge Report website. But it was um, an article talking about they were interviewing uh, managers of the different casinos and what they're trying to do to, you know, keep it as clean as possible. And they said, we're just sending out our staff more and more to go and wipe everything down and replace stuff. And, um, you know, we're telling our, our dealers to be cautious and, you know, don't, you know, they can't ever touch the the guests per se anyway. Imagine a world where much like gyms, you get expected to kind of wipe down the machine when you're done playing it. Like they had like, (laughs) like all the little wipes right there. (laughs) Like as soon as you're done playing, you got to wipe it down. And I'm not a germaphobe, but that would still be nice because those machines get gross. Well, especially if, if anybody who plays video poker uh, anywhere near a bar. Yeah. Um, you walk up all the time, and you're like, uh, whether well, it's all yeah. sticky or it's got ashes all right. over it. Or Well, Antonio, I saw an article today that the first U.S. casino has closed um, because of the virus. So it's oh, some place in, in Oregon. I forget where it was. Um, but there was a casino that closed because one of their employees had tested positive. Um, they did say that the employee doesn't work in, uh, you know, an area that where he comes into contact with the public, but they were still closing. I think they closed today and they're, you know, deep cleaning and sanitizing and they're expecting to reopen like on Tuesday next week. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, you know, it's, I'm not a fear monger with this and I'm kind of like, all right, just do the basics, wash your hands, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, to me, um, it's like, I, I don't even get flu shots, you know, and and I'm not saying that there isn't any value to doing that, but I'm like, you know what? Do your best. If this is really the way I'm going to die, I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. I'll wash my fucking hands like I've been doing since I was a fucking child. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. um, One of good friend of the show, Eddie Ramos, I am friends with him on Facebook and he posted a great coronavirus meme using South Park and and, uh, a still shot from South Park where it's Kyle's dad, not Kyle's dad, um, Stan's dad laying down and um, saying something along the lines of, I'm so sick. I don't know if I'll ever re- if I'll ever successfully get that 98% recovery. Okay, well that joke totally bombed. <laughs> that would have been. I am so sorry, Eddie. Your being that you posed was so great. Direction, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, you know, to be honest with you, so part of what I'm doing now for work is going out, this, which is so much fun, going out door to door, just knocking oh. the door and introducing myself. So. Yeah. I've had to kind of stop and take a step back on, 
okay, well, obviously I don't offer to shake anybody's hands anymore. Um, I did that today with the doctor and it didn't occur to me until like he looked down at my hand and it didn't occur to me and then shook hand like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's stuff like that and, you know, staying a certain amount of dif- distance away from people and just, and granted, there's been one case here, so it's not like. It's going it, to, it's, listen, it, it's, it's a horrible, horrible flu. Let's call it what it is. It's a yes. horrible, horrible flu. We get them all the fucking time. There's always a major one that, that kills people well, periodically. It, it depends on who you talk to because one one news story will say, you know, the flu kills more people on a regular basis or as a percentage I'm not saying than it's this not, is. It's not something to be concerned about. And other people I'm just go the complete saying, opposite and saying it's doomsday. It's going to kill a million yeah, people. And it's just kind of like. Yeah, like that's the, okay. that's the stuff where I'm like, okay, relax. Don't fucking stockpile in water, you idiot. That has nothing to do with oh, it. Oh, you mean like O.J. Simpson just did at the Costco here in town? Yeah, see, I try to avoid things. And I know, then you but it was funny. The no, fact that he, he posted a picture of himself wearing a mask outside of Costco with a Karen, O.J. Simpson posts on Twitter, period. Just recently. That sentence is offensive. Well, yeah. That's that funny. alone. You didn't need to add anything else to it. <laughs> But it's just, You're yeah. kicked off the show. Gives <laughs> <laughs> well, um, something to yell at when he listens to this. I, That's right. funny. <laughs> I thought I, right. I I had hatred for some people. <laughs> Scott, yeah. that man gets violently angry whenever <laughs> you see anything about LJ. Right. Double murdering piece of shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he. It's, Pretty irrational, but I, I shouldn't say irrational, but it's, it's I'm like, come on, dude. I don't think All you right. know him. Anyway. <laughs> like, I know. I, I understand you're you're offended by what happened, but I mean, he, it didn't really impact you. It's, it's been like 25 years, dude. I mean, Let it go. Are you related to, to a to move on. I mean. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to do it for the news. Why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of no noteworthy items. First up, it's been reported that if the Tropicana sale goes through, it will be a, it will be a lease back situation similar to those recently reported from MGM and Caesar. So using that logic, the way the property is currently being run, it's likely not going to change. So interesting that everybody's doing it, this it's and it's, so, it's, it's just it's a so financial it, it really is just a financial shell game so I mean as I'm writing a lot of the stuff I'm writing this so isn't interesting because it happens all the fucking time now yeah you know no no a long time ago this used to happen all the time and then they stopped happening mm-hmm. when corporate America tried to get get a hold of stuff right yeah. well and it's just like it, it still cracks me up when people say that you know MGM sold you know MGM and Mandalay Bay no, they didn't, because they sold it to a company that they have majority ownership in. So they still own it and control it. It's just a different legal entity. It, it's it, The whole thing's so stupid. Moonshot.com is the place where you can find your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's feature property, The Landmark. Despite being a financial failure, it's an iconic structure in the city's history and an almost unescapable landmark, no pun intended, in many scenes filmed in Vegas during the 1960s to the early 1990s. While not featured in the film Viva Las Vegas, it is prominently on display in multiple sequences. It was repurposed to stand in for the porkashore of the fictional casino The Tangiers in Martin Scorsese's film Casino, 
and James Bond rode on top of the freaking exterior tower elevator. Offering one shirt wouldn't do this property justice. So there are two. This and dozens of other Vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or go to our blog, 360Vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. Vital Vegas reports that resort fees at Harrah's, Flamingo, Link, and Bally's will increase to 37 per night starting, uh, starting on March 3rd. Which Jesus. For, so their fucking CEO, uh, so much for, well, it's a slippery slope with those fees. We got to we gotta make sure, like their new CEO, like, okay, so you seem to be sliding it, but I don't know, I guess. He's, he's liking the, the money coming in, apparently. Yeah. Anse at Palazzo is closing its doors this weekend, just a few weeks before their second anniversary. Or did it actually close it yet? It closed last weekend. It did close yeah. last weekend. Karen actually checked it out one last time. I did. I had a chance to, to get back in there. Um, our friends, uh, Brian and Tanya, were in town, and they'd never been, so I met them down there for dinner. It was delicious and fabulous. Um, and I thought it I was... I always wondered if food dropped off like once they are like, we're closing. Oh, so, well, <laughs> the food didn't drop off, but like the first two drinks that Tanya tried to order... They didn't have everything that they needed to make them. <laughs> she was getting a little cranky, um, which is just like, okay, Do what, you have fucking what beer? can you make me? <laughs> um, but no, the food's really good. And I actually asked them because I thought that part of what was hurting them was the fact that the escalator that literally was right in front of the restaurant space was gone. They opened after the, es- the escalator was already gone. So that that didn't impact them. And it, it does sound like the... Um, the chef and their business partner just decided to dissolve the partnership. Um, Cause even the bartender said, yeah, we were never designed to be a long-term kind of thing. And I was like, well, that's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> but huh. yeah. Sounds like a cosmopolitan kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're only meant to be out for two and a half years, specifically two and a half years. We <laughs> built in that extra six months. Cause we're like, well, we're going to need it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we, had, we had exactly a 30 month lease <laughs> trying something new. <laughs> Disassembly of the other famous hard rock guitar sign began this week. Ownership says that they have a buyer for the sign, however, failed to disclose who exactly it was. Makes me think it was a private owner. Well, probably. I mean, the Neon Museum doesn't have any room for it. And they I know. Guitar from the if, well, and if they get a second guitar, then you're kind of like, what is this, the hard rock? But why would somebody buy sign like that. I don't Karen, understand. if I had millions of dollars, I would totally buy a giant neon guitar. Karen, I have a <laughs> guitar and a bass behind you. I can't play either of those. <laughs> There's good a point. piano downstairs that hasn't been played in fucking a decade, possibly. Hey, hey, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm preparing for like, I bought this piano 10 years ago. So when I'm interested in playing in 15 years, I'll already have it. Exactly. <laughs> don't have to worry about it. It's already there. Jabberwockies announced last month that their dreams, right? Was starting with a J? Yeah. Okay. How else I would you I thought the name uh, of the show was dreams? dreams. I don't know how it's spelled with a J, but we'll go with that. Um, their production at MGM Grand was coming to an end in favor of a new title new show titled Timeless. To be clear, the show isn't going anywhere, it's just being retooled. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't necessary. Vegas events. I'm hurt. My fingers still hurt from last time. 
VegasAdvantage.com <laughs> recently published a list of all the places you uh, you can play 3-2 Blackjack in Vegas, including the table minimums available. We'll have a link for you on the blog for those of you interested. Terry Fader confirmed that his residency at the Mirage will come to an end in the next six months because attendance in the theater has fallen below 75%. Fader expects to remain in Vegas. However, no details on a new venue were shared. Uh, you know, I had to read that sentence a, a second time when I first went through the script. That's interesting that if he doesn't get at least 75% attendance rates, uh, he wants to take his puppets and go home. Well, and I was wondering why he didn't just pull a Mariah and like cover the top balcony area. So, you know, make those unavailable. So his right. Yeah. Yeah. You just have a smaller theater. <laughs> you could do it. Hmm. Yeah. They do that at I'm, Zappos too. Sometimes. I just wonder if he's, he's been there too long at this point and the property Probably. is just kind of like, all right, we need to do something new. Well, and I, my understanding is he was making an ass load of money. So my guess is they probably couldn't afford to keep him if he wasn't oh, filling. Oh, I'll bet you, know. you that's part of what it is, is the kind of money that he was making. Because it's always funny when they say shit like, hey, you got a five-year, $60 million contract by going. That's assuming he's there for all five of those years. Right. Like, he gets paid annually at best. Right. Um, so he's only getting as much as he as he got for that year. So if their contract's like, listen, we ain't giving you 60 fucking million dollars if you can't put at least 75% of people in right. the chairs. Yeah. I don't know. Do they just direct deposit every two weeks? This <laughs> is just, oh, just there's my $850,000 weekly paycheck. <laughs> there you go. Potted Potter, the Harry Potter spoof in residency at Bally's, announced that they are extending said residency until January 2021. Currently, they have performed over 350 shows. I still want to go see this. I, I okay, well, I'll go watch it. <laughs> uh, that was not the outcome I expected the uh, story to be. When you started with Harry Potter, the Harry Potter spoof, I'm like, is going to be closing. And I'm like, wait, what? Supposedly not only are they going to the rest of the year, but they've done 350 shows so far. Yeah. Right. It's, it's doing really well. Yeah. So... I mean, I think that's it's also tapping into because there are a huge number of Harry Potter fans, and the fact that you can go through the whole storyline in what an hour and a half, um, from you know book one to book seven, I didn't know that. nine, yeah, no, it's it's the whole storyline in an hour and a half, <laughs> um, which is why I want to go is see it because I'm just like, how the heck do you do that? I don't know. That'd be even better. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Look at Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was excellent. That was beautiful. I, I would I would buy that soundtrack. But but you can't actually say his name until halfway through because before that it's you cannot be named. <laughs> Which is a mouthful to sing, I would think. And lastly, Bally's backroom venue, most recently home to the Misbehave game show, will close March twenty second to undergo renovations to turn it into the nightclub Boogie Nights, a concept already in place at the Tropicana Atlantic City. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you say boogie nights, but I don't think you're going to deliver on giant dicks. <laughs> and yeah, that's really, I, that's really when I hear boogie nights, I'm like, Ooh, we're going to get giant dicks. This is awesome. <laughs> Whether they're real or not. <laughs> right. right. But I'll believe they are forever. Cause I saw it in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of giant dicks. Um, and I just have to throw this out there. So Mark's 
oldest niece is turning 21 in May. And so she wanted to come out to Vegas. She's never been out here before. And so her and her sister and her mom are planning a trip out to visit. Her mom (laughs) texted me and she's like, I want to take Lexi to the Chippendale show on her 21st birthday. And I'm like, okay, and she said it's because I don't know. Some guy from the Jersey shore is apparently in the show. Um, and it, I'm like, there's so many things. Like I've I've never been more ashamed to be (laughs) the uncle. But I was like, Ooh, gross. And she sends me a picture of this muscle bound guy in a shower scene kind of segment with literally just a towel covering his, up all the, his uh, all the genital warts. I mean, you can, you can see, yeah, well, yeah, like the herpes <laughs> haven't flared up this, or don't look at them. They can't see him, but you can literally see like his thighs and everything. It's, it's just covering up that. And I'm like, look, if you're bringing her out here for this, for her birthday, that's great. Please don't ask me to go with you. <laughs> like, it's not even just that it's a Jersey shore. Like, this is just not my thing. I mean, yes, I can look at him and say, great, you're, you're built and you know, a specimen. That's fantastic. I don't want to watch you grinding on me or anybody else. But so his sister, though, is like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to pay to get like an aisle seat or like a seat close to the stage. And she's going to make a sign that for for Mark's niece to carry that says, I came all the way from Ohio for, on my 21st birthday to see whoever it was. It Vinny. I don't know who it is. But the, the, and I'm like, you're really going to do this? She's like, yeah, I'm going to make her wear a tiara and a sash and everything else. And I'm just like. She's going to hate you. It's funny. Yeah. But she's oh, I know. going oh, to oh, hate it's you. Funny. It's funny. And they wonder why I have all the anxiety issues I have. <laughs> right. I, I don't want a big deal made out of my birthday. Oh, I can't fucking imagine right. the effort she's putting into scarring her fucking daughter for her 21st <laughs> no birthday. No joke. Well, and I think part what? of it is an excuse that she actually wants to go to it. Because yeah. she's like, yes. I've never been to a male review. And I'm like, okay, well, weird. You're there getting, they are. You're getting close to 40. <laughs> let's let's knock this off your bucket. Go ahead and review them, happens. I guess. Right. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I would feel as a daughter there with your mom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. I mean, they have a great, they really do have a great relationship. Um, sure. You know, her with her two daughters and stuff, but yeah, I don't, I don't imagine. And I don't know that she's ever been to a male review either, but I don't imagine the first time I would want it to be with my mother. Right. Exactly. You know, just it's, it's, she also had her when she was 18. So they're only 18 years apart. So well, right. I guess that's a thing. Still, it's going to be just a train wreck of a disaster for us to sit here and just laugh about it afterwards. Yeah. But mm. yeah, welcome to Vegas. That's right. All right. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, and I can't let my wife know about this, John Legend is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Saturday, September 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $97, and my wife would be the one that would be wearing the tiara and a sign that says I came all the way from uh, Michigan to grind on John Legend, and they'd say, man, that's not that kind of show. (laughs) 
Alice Cooper and Lita Ford are performing at the Orleans Friday, May 29th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Oh, our buddy Garth Brooks was announced to be the first non-football event to perform at Allegiant Stadium, a.k.a. Raiders Stadium. Friday, August 22nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $95. So I have a few thoughts on this. <laughs> of course you do. First of all, I think that's uh, pretty impressive. The Just to be clear, the football uh, place, stadium, isn't even built yet, correct? It's it's basically it's yeah, getting it's, close. So it will be done, I think they said July 31st, because the Raiders' first home game is August 1st. Yeah. Got it. Oh, wow. So August 1st. Wow. All right. Second thought. Game. Um, so Garth is charging $95 for tickets. Stadium. I... Well, yeah, in a stadium, well, no that's less. Starting, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's that's not that's your general admission. Like stadium, like we've been to a, to one stadium show that I thought we got good seats, but it's still a stadium. Yeah, you know, like you you, you can't, can't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, like it, whenever I hear stadium, I just cringe. Like, oh god damn it! Like it better be somebody. Like we went to go see a fucking hell of a lineup. You're like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, we'll, it was we'll go Lincoln, to the stadium. No, it wasn't Lincoln Park. Yeah, it was Lincoln Park. Park. Oz, uh, Lincoln Park, Metallica, Limp Bizkit, um, and some Stained, I think. And Metallica was the headliner, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a good list. But, um, but, yeah, starting at 95, and, and yeah. I'm thinking about those as the shitty seats, the ones way on the yeah. other side of the stadium. Yeah. Right. When I uh, went to when I would see him when I was in my college days, he always was so proud of the fact that he and would brag about the fact that he would keep his tickets at no more than twenty dollars. Didn't matter what seat you got in the house, you know, in the you know, in these stadiums, it was always 20 bucks. And now he's charging ninety five dollars for it. Well, because he's got got the ex-wife and and everything that he's got right now. So (laughs) it's a little different. Yeah, it's um, it's nuts. I went to a uh, inflation calculator to see in when I was paying twenty dollars a ticket in nineteen ninety five, what yeah. would that be worth in today's money? And it was like thirty eight dollars. I'm like, Wah. so I, know, I, right? I have no interest in seeing him at this um, in this stadium. I agree with you, Mark. It's gonna be you're not gonna be able it's to see big. shit. So be staring at one you're of the gonna jumbotrons the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be a little this little ant that's kind of running around. And you're really there just to hear the music. So they did that with that that Taylor Swift on Netflix. Like you look at those in stadiums and you're like, why are you all here? Why, why are you in the upper deck on the far back of this fucking bowl? Like there's the sound delay in and of itself from, you know, the stage to way up there. I mean, I I understand why, because of the way that we enjoy corn, like it's like you're into the music of what's going on. So I, I get it's a shared experience with everybody. And they, they never, Play. Honestly, a lot of the, the bands and musical artists we like now couldn't sell out a stadium, well, it w- which is yeah, fine. One would argue that uh, any of the bands still to this day couldn't. The reason why we saw who we saw was because all of them there were all of together. Them on there. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin are performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, September 26th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at 60 bucks. Nothing? Okay. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attraction calendar on the blog. Let's check the river.
right, so we've got a 360 FHE. It's our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and explored Hearthstone at Red Rock. Why don't you tell us about your first-hand experience? Yeah, specifically went and tried brunch at uh, at Hearthstone, I believe is how it's pronounced. Oh, Hearthstone. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. But, but um, because remember, we had talked the last time about going to go to Gordon Ramsay brunch, and then this is a this is a Vegas local kind of a thing where we're like, that's so far. We can get food just as good, yeah. like right around the corner. Red Rock is right there. <laughs> so we tried Hearthstone's brunch because they had a, a lot of stuff on there that looked very appetizing. And I ended up having the Moco Loco. It is the, for those of you not familiar, it's basically a bed of rice, a fried egg, usually gravy, chicken, gravy, uh, some sort of a, and, and a burger. sirloin burger patty or whatever. Right. It's the best one I've ever had in my entire life. Like, I, I think about it. I think about it when I'm when I'm when I'm alone. I think about it. <laughs> oh, that means I'm getting a break. Okay, good. Right. <laughs> um, I can't recommend it enough. It is so good. What what did you? And I got their Benedict. Got? Yeah. Um, it was, and I just got the regular Benedict. They had a lobster one and a California one. And again, I'm just I'm not a lobster fan. If it would have been a crab Benedict, I would have been all over it. Yeah. Uh, but it was really good. It was on some really solid like toast, and it, it just it was way too much food, but right. it was delicious. And they had a couple other things on there. But that, that was a great try. thing, like that Mocha Loco. I, I'm never able to finish Mocha Locos until I live here. Now I finally get to home. eat it, <laughs> take it home, and then fucking eat it again. You know, for dinner the next night. Right. So it was awesome, and it reheated really well. It did. He was happy. I'm psyched. Did you, didn't, I thought you went out and did something else too. Uh, Other than Anse. Did I this week? No, no I think not. just Anse because I met, I met up with Brian and Tanya. I don't think I did anything else. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the days run together. Right. I don't know. I, I can't right. tell. They all run together when you live in Vegas. Every day is just one big happy fucking day. It, <laughs> it really is. Where the birds land on your shoulder. I'd sing you a pretty little song and don't shit on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Uh, take, take Navy. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, man. <laughs> all right, let's get into some listener feedback. Why don't you take the first one, Karen? Sure. So we got an email from Chris Blake. He says, you are all just the best, in all caps. <laughs> Someday I'll see you at a Vegas vacation. But until then, I have a quick question. Is there a volume two or three of Casino Ambiance under construction? Thanks and have a great day. Hope to buy you a drink next time I'm in town. Warm regards, Chris. I haven't, I mean, I know we had discussed that I've got the catalog to be able to create a volume two or three, but do you guys really want a volume two or a volume three? And to be fair, I've been so busy with the stuff that I've been writing. Not that it wouldn't be something I could take a break and do, but there, there, it, it isn't something I haven't ruled out because it it's not something I considered. Right. <laughs> or I think I think we we mildly talked about it, but then I don't know if it was you know got distracted or whatever. Yeah, and, basically. Yeah. So um, there there currently isn't, but I suppose if demand is there enough, and you guys bitch about it for how long was it before before I finally gave it to them? I don't know. <laughs> so maybe if you p- complain for another four years, then maybe you'll get a volume two. Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> don't make him wait that long. Um, but just for the Patreon folks, though, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. That's who got the first one. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, and thank you, Chris, for listening and, you know, really glad that you like the show. And definitely, uh, next time you're in town, give us a shout out and we'd love to, you don't have to buy us a drink. You know, we just like to meet people, but okay, if you must. <laughs> That's right. 
you, you have a much better likelihood of us saying yes. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all of a sudden, I don't have something on my calendar after all. <laughs> oh, there's free Everything alcohol. Everything just cleared well? up. Sure. <laughs> I know. All right. Next, we've got a, another uh, email. This one comes from Eric Testa. He says, calling you out this week's show, quote, we should go over to Gordon Ramsay Burger, unquote. Have you warmed up to that mean guy? Ha. Hope you guys are doing well, Eric and Megan. First, Eric, you need to check your fucking tone at the door before you start writing this. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I've already said my distaste for him didn't exceed Karen's affinity for him. Well, so it, affinity for food. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's not fair for enough. Him yes, per se. But the point being, the the thing. Fill in whatever thing that I said that yeah. I've hated. If Karen's like, but I really want to go do it, like, all right. Well, God and then it. plus we saw, you know, he's got the brunch now that had some st- stuff on the menu that you were actually interested in. Yeah. So that was the other reason. But that's yeah. all I'm saying, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I love my wife very much. She's like, I'd really like to go, and I was like, you know what? I love you more than I dislike this guy. So we're gonna go do that. And, and in all fairness, you take notes, Eric. You take notes. <laughs> Apparently, and didn't. you treat Megan as such. <laughs> Apparently he skipped that episode. Uh, and, and in all fairness, too, a lot of Mark's change of heart uh, and lack of passionately hating things like he used to really has to go around. My medication. Well, yeah, but everything that you've been through the last couple of months, you're like, this is just not worth the time oh, and the yeah. energy. Yeah, I mean, when you're hate just constantly in pain for like a year, <laughs> at yeah. some point you're like going, I just don't fucking care. I just don't. <laughs> I, I mean, to be to be clear... Well, you have eaten at one of Ramsey's restaurants. You ate at the fish and chips place. Right. But that's the only one that you've been to so far. And you like the fish and chips. Yes, it was good. Mm-hmm. See? And well, yeah, he's got the burger bar. Honestly, I haven't been interested lately in trying um, Hell's Kitchen or even the Steakhouse because I've heard that neither of them are particularly fantastic. See, that to me is what makes it sound interesting. So I'm like, really? This great meal by this great chef. Now I want to try it. Just because it's steak. It's the only thing well, I know I can get away with. And you know, the steakhouse, when they announced that they were going to you know, shut it down for a little while to refurb it, probably means they're also refurbing the menu to me is like, mm, things weren't working out mm. quite as well as you wanted them to. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah, Eric, they been. weren't working out as well as he'd hoped for. Well, it did for a while. I don't know. I just wanted to spit some more venom, but Eric, I love that guy. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> that's that's the funniest part about this is it's like I know, like I know he hasn't been to a Vegas vacation yet, so the listeners haven't met him yet. Like the the large family that we have hasn't met him yet, but I'm like, he's he's one of us. Don't worry. Well, just the I fact know that this he called guy. You out I know him. Clear. He doesn't, but I get I get extra fun with Eric right now. But watch right. watching me get all jealous. Like once he comes around, like. You know, there was a time when when Eric and I just hung out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, I think that's going to do it then for episode number 327. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on over at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback like Chris, Eric, and Megan did, you can do it either written or audio through 360 Vegas podcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. 
I am at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.